1: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm Andy White and I'm joined by.
0: Felice Ailing.
1: Hello, Felice. How are we today?
0: I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you, Andy? Just check.
1: Yeah, absolutely fine. Right, uh, long tail keywords and profitability, Felice. Yes, or even profitability.
0: Yeah, thought so we just in this conversation. I, I mean, this conversation. Anybody working in SEO or content probably has on a regular basis. It's looking at the value of. Your head keywords, as opposed to long tail keywords. For anyone that doesn't know what that means, head keywords would be very short. Um, so, say if you're looking for, if you're working in recruitment, a yes. head keyword would be jobs. That would but be a, the
1: obvious ones. The obvious ones. Yes.
0: You know they're, they're generally quite short, maybe one or two words, and they normally define an industry or a product range um, yeah. or some kind of service. So, your long term keywords are ones that contain a bit more information. So we'd be looking at things like, if it was jobs, it would be marketing jobs, mm-hmm. would be a slightly longer keyword. Yeah, It might be then marketing jobs in London. That would be then getting more into yeah. your long tail search. So I can see the graph
1: in my head. I've got a graph in my head with a vertical axis horizontal, and it's all sort of pressed up against the left-hand side, isn't it? It is. And then it's a tails off it as- tails asymptotically. Off.
0: Hence the term long
1: tail. Long tail, yes. yes.
0: So the idea being that the longer the search term, the more qualifying terms that are in there. Mm the more targeted the search is.
1: And probably the further towards the right of the tail they are. And the further towards yeah. the right of the
0: tail. So yeah. if, they, if the left hand, if the vertical axis was volume, mm-hmm. then the horizontal axis would be intent. Yeah. So the further along on the right-hand side you go, so the further towards the, the thin end of the tail, yeah. the higher the intent from the person actually putting the but search the more, in. the more
1: focused it is. The more like, focused yes, it is. yeah.
0: And there's, you'll find there's usually a direct correlation to where in the purchase journey they are. So if somebody is looking for... Um, ah, so, so I see where this is going. You see where this is going. Yeah. So, so someone's
1: searching for a pink furry iPad. Pink furry iPad? Yes. For example. For example. Bad example, but never said <laughs>
0: example. So yeah, well, pink furry iPad. Yeah, you'd be looking into the cover. long tail search yeah. on that one rather than, you know, iPad cover would be very general. Yeah. There'll be a lot of websites that could potentially be delivered up for that search term, um, potentially websites with a lot more money and a lot bigger than you, yeah. you know, with a lot more resource to throw at it that could potentially be, you know, be showing up ahead of you in search. And I think we work with brands and we talk to them about this, you know, quite a lot. And there's, you know, this, there's always a, a balance to be struck between the head terms, um, which do serve up impressions and are quite good for brand awareness. Mm mm-hmm. But in terms of whether people are actually going to convert, it's the long tail search is where you're looking at at aiming. And particularly if you're a smaller business and if you're locally based, so if you are based in a particular location, that long tail search, especially the geographical searches, you know, may be the best place for you to put your resources Mm. Um, because you'll find even though the numbers are a lot lower. So the amount of people actually putting that search in, the conversion rates and the conversions per thousand, per impressions, which is mm. one of the metrics, are much, much higher. And we kind of liken it to, you know, to going. If if I were, say, you know, well, for us as a digital marketing agency, if we wanted to go out and actually talk to people that potentially might want our services, and say we wanted to go and talk at a conference, we wouldn't necessarily go to a conference that was talking generally about marketing as a whole, or even, you know, even further than that, looking at kind of business development or some kind of business networking type meeting, because, you know, we'd put a lot of effort and resource into going there. And you may find out of 2000 people, only five of them are potentially interested. Mm. And, you know, those are people that are potentially interested and might convert at some point. So it's a lot of resource, you know, to put into something where the number of people that are actually going to end up as customers and can be very, very small. And you're competing against people that potentially have a lot more you know, are bigger brands than you, have more reputation than you do, and are already well known. Sure. Um, and have that trust level. So, if we wanted to focus on digital marketing, we'd go to a digital marketing conference. We potentially go to a digital marketing conference in Brighton because that's where we're located rather yeah. than one in Scotland or Glasgow or actually Glasgow's in Scotland, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> rather,
1: okay.
0: rather than one in Glasgow or Manchester or yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's thinking about where your customers are coming from and, and what they're actually looking for. Um, So what are they putting into search and at what point are they more likely to convert to you than somebody else? Yeah. So I think, you know, for when we're looking at at the keyword lengths, I think, you know, I think it's the intent part of that graph that for brands, I think is the most useful bit of information. Um, You know, you want to be able to grab people when they're at the point where they're making a decision about a purchase. And I think and putting that in the context of the customer purchase journey. Yes. You know, we always have the, we have the, but at the beginning, which is your awareness, people might just be searching generally for a bit of information. They move through to kind of the discovery and comparison phase mm. where they start to go, okay, there's a few people offering this. How am I going to start deciding which one I want? Then you move them through to the actual kind of decision part and then they convert. And it is that comparison, decision, convert part that you want to be capturing people.
1: It really does sound like this is very well suited to organizations that sell products.
0: I mean, it's product services. It can be anything, really. Yeah. I mean, you, those that are more sort of information based. Um, mm. you know, if you've got, you know, if you own Mashable, you're not really going to be thinking about that too much because you cover pretty much everything. Yeah. But if you know, if say you're a solicitors based in the Sussex area and you offer specific services, you're not really going to be looking at things like um solicitors. You're not. You that's not a keyword that you want to be going mm. after because mm. it's huge. You know, the chances are you are going to be looking for either solicitors in Sussex mm. that people are looking, you know, or making sure that your location is tagged so that Google knows where you are, yes. so that it will offer you up as a local search to people within Sussex searching for solicitors. But you are probably going to be looking at, say, personal injury solicitors. or Yeah,
1: specialisations. Specialisations. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because from the searches, you know, we as, as individuals as well, in terms of how we search, we, you know, we are at a point where we understand that the more words we put in, The better the results are going to be. And if we're looking for something very specific, if I'm looking for a personal injury solicitor, I'm going to put in personal injury solicitor in Sussex Mm. because that's where I live. That's the service I want. And I know then I'm going to get personal injury solicitors in Sussex in the results and not solicitors that do something else. Yes. And at that point, if I'm putting that in, I'm actually looking for that service. So as soon as I can see one that meets my needs, I'm going to call them up and I'm going to speak to them because I'm at the point where my intent to purchase is quite high. So I'm going to convert a lot more a lot more easily than Mm. somebody that's just looking at solicitors because they could be looking for all kinds of reasons. Could be doing research for a paper or, you know, they may not necessarily be thinking about actually using the service anytime soon. And while it can be useful for brand awareness, most brands really just want brand awareness within customers that might convert. Mm. Um, So it is about getting yourself in front of those. So one of the, you know, we, we just really talk to brands about thinking, you know, not worrying too much about those those top-level keywords. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, things like Google's evolved, Google understands how people search, they understand that, the, you know, the longer the term, the more yeah. relevant the results are going to be, the more likely people are to convert. You know, if you're trying to compete for a term that has a lot of competition, you know, the chances are you're never going to be able to rank or compete yeah. with some of the bigger, you know, the bigger companies out there, unless you're one of those bigger companies, in which case you've got a lot of resource, sure. a lot of time to put behind it.
1: Felice, I remember. Oh God, it was probably over two years ago. Probably talking with Calvin about it. Tools to show you what the competition is for various search terms. Have they changed much in the last couple of years?
0: No, they've not really changed the tool. Um, I mean, you know, one of the ones we use more often than not is um, is AdWords. Yeah. Um, AdWords Planner. They're, it's a nice tool. There's a couple of others out there as well, and we can, you know, put a few in the in the show notes, mm. um, so people can use them. Again, they're just indicators. Mm. We used to be able to see, you know, through analytics, we used to be able to see what people were putting into search and coming to our website on. But obviously now with, you know, Google's privacy laws, you can't now see Mm. most of the terms. It used to be quite easy. Um, So now we have to do a little bit of guesswork. But part of that is, you know, is this fundamental message from Google that stop focusing on what we're looking for Mm. and start focusing on what your customers are looking for. Yeah. And then we'll do the rest. But you can go in and put in, so if you've got a head term, or at least maybe a, a you know one or two combinations of terms. You can go into Google Ad Planner; it's completely free. You can put in that search term, and it will come up with a list of related searches. Mm. It will give you like average monthly search volumes and also competition level for each one. Right. So again, it's a nice place to start. But what we no- what I would normally recommend doing is actually sitting down, trying to think like your customers, and think about what are they putting in, what are they actually looking for when they come to us, and mapping out what you think the searches will probably be and what mm. you think the keywords will be for your website, then put those into our into Planner and use the data afterwards to give you an indication. So rather than using that as a way to get your key terms, because obviously Google doesn't know your business, so you mm. could start off with a, you know, a head term of personal injury solicitor, but you could be getting, you know the, Google will give you some suggested keywords, but it doesn't know if those keywords are relevant to your audience. It just gives you an idea of this is what other people generally searched for who searched for that term also, mm-hmm. but that, you know, could cover off so many different needs. So, it, you know, it, it start with the customers first. Most people, you know, if you know your business quite well, you generally know the kind of things people are looking for. And then those are the keywords that you then start building around on your site. And it also then feeds into things like your content strategy and what you're actually pushing out to people, what, you know, what you're saying on different channels so, if, you know, it feeds into all of that. And then, you know, you're starting to get into things like query-based searches, which can be very useful for you. What is
1: a query-based search?
0: Basically, somebody that's asked a question. You know, we've all done it. We've all done, you know, the how, how do I, how can I, what's the difference between… Ah, right?
1: right. Yeah, the, the question-based, The yes. question-based yeah.
0: searches. And yeah. actually, if you've got, you know, if you understand what those questions are, and you can create content and create pages that are quite well-optimised for those questions… Mm. Then you're, you know, you're you're going to find that you're really getting targeted. Then, you know, Google loves to serve up an exact match Mm. for a piece of content. So even though the numbers might be lower, the chances are a much higher proportion of those people will actually come to your site rather than somewhere else because Mm. they've got an exact match. You've answered their question, you know, and then they possibly may share that with other people as well. It's all part
1: of the rich tapestry of marketing, isn't it? Knowing what questions people ask about your product or
0: Yeah, service. and it just comes back again and again and again to what are your customers actually looking for? Mm. What do they want to know? What do mm. they care about? You know, what are their issues? You know, And then you build your content, you build your website around that mm. rather than looking at what's Google going to serve up for this and how mm. can I best rank for? Because then the one thing that you're leaving out of that, that journey is the customer. Mm. And I think, you know, thinking about things like now there's personalized search as well. So even if you are competing for certain key terms, Mm. results are going to be different depending on who's searching. So no two users putting in the same search term are going to end up with the same results. Because what you can't see and what Google can is what else they've done before and what they do after. So did they put in a shorter keyword Mm. and then go on to put in a longer key term? have they engaged with another brand's website in the past are they linked to them in some way on google plus yeah so all of these things means that google can serve up different search results based on the individual's preference so again you know there's no hard and fast way to predict there's no
1: predictability is what's what's going to come up
0: no so many factors are out of your control yeah so, you know, and that's obviously where we start talking about things like, you know, the, the brand engagement. So, not waiting until somebody is searching for something, mm. try and engage with them before they're at that point. So, you know, it's when you start to get people like three with the dancing pony ads and things, you know, mm. putting stuff out there that people would engage with, even if they're not customers. Because at the point where they decide they want to, you know, switch mobile phone provider, they like, you know, threes in their head, Mm. they're aware of them. Mm. So they actually don't even bother looking for anybody else. Mm. They've got this idea in their head that threes, you know, threes are a a good company for them. They like the kind of stuff they're putting out. So they just go straight to them and see what they've got on offer. So it actually means you can almost bypass the whole search process anyway. But no, fundamentally, we come back to, from the user's perspective, more people are putting in long tail search Mm. now than ever before. We are search savvy. We understand how to get the results that we want. And if brands aren't thinking about the long tail and only going for those head competitive keywords, they are missing a trick to, to be engaging directly with all of these customers that are searching for them and want to buy their products or services.
1: Felice, fantastic as always and listeners thank you for listening sitevisibility.com slash impodcast is the place to go if you want to find the show notes on the website if you've got questions um, email them to podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk and if you want to leave a voice message either a question or a comment then it's plus four four or zero if you're in the UK one two seven three two five six one five oh and you can leave a message with a nice recorded lady or is it a man I can't remember um, and of course, you can find us on iTunes, and we love reviews and ratings. So it's goodbye from Andy White, and it's goodbye from. Police Ailing. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.